what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Can you believe it? It is the final episode of season one of Spirit-Filled Real Talk. How crazy is that? Oh my goodness. So for starters, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening. I would love to hear your feedback. So if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure that you go ahead and do that and give me a rating or give me some comments. We'll definitely be around next year as well. But as far as this year, this is the last episode. So... I decided (laughs) that an interesting way to end this season is with this message, and I'm calling it, do it now. Do it now. So there's a beautiful quote that says, leadership is taking responsibility while others are making excuses. And I find that to be so, so powerful. Another one is, the greatest day in your life And mine is when we take total responsibility for our attitudes. That's the day we truly grow up. Okay? So when you think about these two quotes, one of our goals as believers is to grow and mature in Christ. So we are growing up. We're we're growing into our new nature and and really our potentials that, that the seed of God planted on the inside of us, right? The seed's there, but it can be dormant if we don't activate it. So this do it now message is really about activating your greatness. And I feel like this is timely. It's relevant. It's important. It's a daily thing, but it's particularly relevant right now because of going into a new year. A lot of people just want 2020 to be over (laughs) so they can get into 2021. And there's this hope and this expectancy that it's just going to get better. And the thing is, it's not just going to get better, right? There's going to be new gifts of opportunities, new gifts of challenges, new gifts of growth (laughs) and adversity and affliction, right? There's going to be new things that challenge us, right? That's, we can expect that, right? It doesn't just, because there's a new year, things don't just get better automatically, And I would argue that we don't want to live for tomorrow. We don't want to have more faith in our future self than we do in our current self because that's a setup for disaster because then what that leads us to do is it leads us to make excuses. It leads us to procrastinate and put things off. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it when I get to it. That can wait, right? We we tell ourselves these things. Maybe we don't say them out loud all the time, but we tell ourselves these things and that sets us back right? So we're overestimating what's going to happen in the future and we underestimate what we do every day. 
all right? So do it now is this reminder to build up discipline. And I think a great habit, one that I love, I love doing 30-day challenges. Love it. Love it because it really has helped me time after time after time rewire myself, right? It just has helped me practice new habits, new principles that I desire to internalize or integrate into my life, right? And see the fruit of. So rather than focusing all my time, energy, emotion, all of this on excuses or distractions or getting caught up in what hasn't changed yet, that doesn't work. (laughs) I'm gonna put all of my time, energy, and emotion into creating the new habits and celebrating the small wins along the way. So an example, today I shared on social media, if you don't follow me, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Miss MS Juliana Page, Miss Juliana Page. That's how you can find me over there. You can also go to julianapage.com. That's where there's all the different ways to connect. But at any rate, on social media, I shared today that I officially, right? I officially completed 10 different workout programs from start to finish this year. Okay. Essentially, that means that I worked out consistently (laughs) doing 30 to 45 minute programs every day for on average six days a week, sometimes taking off Sunday, but usually I am a fan of Sunday run days. So I ran a majority of the year. So that's about 345 days, let's say, of working out consistently this year to complete 10 different programs. Now, nobody was rooting for me. Nobody was keeping track. Nobody was keeping me accountable. I just decided, you know what? 2020 is interesting. I can see that real quick, right? And I would have every excuse in the book to to take a step back, to not go to the gym, to not get things done. And I said, nope, I'm going to lean in and I'm going to show up because the habits that I'm going to learn here, I'm going to learn to build strength. I'm going to get rooted and grounded and be real about that. And I'm going to keep my energy high so that I can keep control of my mindset and my emotions and really just stay present and stay ready. And that was my determination. I'm going to show up every day here because how I do one thing is how I do everything. So if I'm going to show up for myself for at least 30 minutes a day and take care of myself, what does that mean that I'm doing in other areas of my life? And what is the standard that I'm living for? Right? So that was a huge win for me. Now I'll also note, I have no idea if I lost any weight. I don't own a scale, so I don't know, right? but I feel good, I'm energized, my mind is right, my, my body is healthy, right? I've got great energy, <laughs> I've been staying focused, I've been doing more this year than I've done in prior years. I actually beat my record working out this year than I did last year, right? So it's wild, but that's an example of I have this standard, I am creating this new habit of showing up for me and taking care of my body and it's not gonna be difficult, I'm gonna keep it simple, And I have a garage gym, so I never stepped foot in a gym. (laughs) So I was definitely pandemic friendly, right? And just took care of myself. And it feels so rewarding in hindsight. So that's an example. But a value that I have is integrity and living out my values. And so if I'm not in integrity with myself, I can't expect other people, right? 
to, to be that way. So at any rate, that's an example, throwing all of myself into a new habit that I want to create and then not, not even spending too much emotion on overthinking any of it, just setting up a simple program that I can follow through on and showing up for it every day, right? I love to keep things simple. So for today, let me talk about here a couple of scriptures that I think are very relevant, and then I'll break down what I mean by do it now, okay? So one of the scriptures I think is very important is Galatians 6, 5. For each will have to bear his own load. For each will have to bear his own load. So to me, that's in alignment with that quote that I just said, right? Which going back to it, the greatest day in your life and mine is when we take control or when we take total responsibility for our attitudes. That's the day we truly grow up. And leadership is taking responsibility while others are making excuses, right? So really, really, really powerful. We each are here to bear our own load, meaning nobody else can carry our weight for us, okay? Sometimes because of dysfunctional relationships, people pleasers might carry loads for people, but that's really preventing them from doing what they're here to do and walking out what God's called them to do which is a disservice. It's not actually helping people. It's holding back both people in this instance, right? We're never meant to carry somebody else's load. We're not designed to, right? We're meant to walk with people and bear each other's burdens and and be a source of encouragement and and help, right? We're not meant to carry somebody else's responsibilities. It's doing a disservice when we're here carrying other people's responsibilities, all right? 1 Timothy 5.8 says, But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith, the faith and is worse off than an unbeliever. So this is all about being resourceful. That's how I look at this, right? God has designed us not for lack, not for poverty, not for insufficiency, none of that. God is an abundant God. God is a God of favor. God is a God of blessing, right? And we with God can be resourceful. We can trust God will guide and establish our steps, right? It's God that gives us the power to get wealth. So choosing not to trust, choosing not to activate our faith, choosing not to step into more just because we're comfortable is not wise, right? First Corinthians 3.8 says, he who plants and he who waters are one and each will receive his wages according to his labor. So we will reap what we sow. So it is lying to yourself to think that you are going to reap what you didn't sow for, right? That goes for not just finances, that goes for character, that goes for relationship benefits, that goes for benefits really of anything that you would sow into. You're not going to reap the benefits of that if you're not sowing what creates that. So for example, if you want more peace in your life, if you're not sowing peace into your life, you're not going to have it. If you want more joy in your life, you're not going to have it if you're not activating joy in your own life, right? All right. 
And then the last one that I'll read here is Romans 12, 6 through 8. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given us, let us use them. So we have grace to use the gifts we've been given. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So whatever you have in your hand, whatever is in front of you, that's your assignment. That's what you're called to, right? So what does this all mean and how do we bring this together? Well, what's really important is that to really embrace this do it now principle and have a new year for real, for real, is to really live by your values. And you do that through daily disciplines and daily decisions. So what we build as far as momentum every day comes from our disciplines and our decisions. So if anything, my encouragement to you before starting a new year would be get really clear on what your daily disciplines are and what the daily decisions or standards or non-negotiables that you have are for each day. And I honestly would recommend setting them up in such a way that you excuse proof your life. Okay, so if you know where your excuses are or where you let yourself off the hook or where you give yourself permission to fall back, put your new disciplines and decisions around those areas. Okay, so for example, some of the disciplines that I live by, getting into the word of God, daily bread, spending time with God, studying the word, praying, meditating, it's a daily discipline, right? I can't operate daily if I'm not in the bread, all right? I'm not eating the bread. Two is working out. So I just shared, right? I've worked out nearly every day. If I took off, it would be on a Sunday. So nearly every day. That's a commitment of working out every day. Eating clean. That's another thing that I do. I practiced and have for many years portion control. I'm to the point now where I don't have to actually use containers unless I'm cooking um, meals and things that I'm not familiar with the ingredients of, but I can spot check things pretty well. But I avoid sugar. I avoid a ton of caffeine. I do not like dairy, so I'm not eating a lot of dairy, but my general rule is eat close to the source. And I eat multiple small meals a day. And then I also am big on supplementing my nutrition because in the world we live in, we just aren't getting optimum nutrition into our body anymore. We're not. So that is big. If I'm wanting my body to function well, I've got to make sure that I give it what it needs to do that. So I've totally changed my goals as my health is concerned and it's changed my life, right? So it's no longer about a gene size. It's no longer about a weight number. It's no longer about certain look, none of that. It's about how I feel so that I can literally be a vessel that's fit for what I'm here to do. Then service. I focus on ways to give every day or staying available for that. So if there's something that comes up at work, maybe if it's even somebody else's problem, demonstrating leadership says it's not just somebody else's problem. If I'm aware of it, I'm going to offer solutions. If not, take some of the burden if we're a team, right? So that's leadership. I'm not just gonna be like, oh, that's in your court, you deal with it. That's not leadership, right? So I'm going to actively serve. Maybe it's sending a card to somebody, maybe it's um, 
you know, helping somebody at the grocery store, whatever, I'm available to serve. Sometimes that's investing in my team, but whatever that happens to be, I am on the lookout to be of service. God, how do you want to use me today? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? And to who, right? And then lastly is gratitude. I really, really, really for years had to practice gratitude because I could see how easily my mind would wander And gratitude happened to be the anchor that always brought me back. So I practice gratitude, not just simple gratitude, but really milking it for all it's worth. Because I would rather live my days grateful for what I have than constantly focus on what I don't and what I'm missing. So those are daily disciplines that I have. So they're also my non-negotiables. I'm showing up and I'm doing those things every day, literally, right? And then decisions that I make, I am big on having your top five values. So I make decisions every day based on my values, okay? So how you can break this down is sit and get reflective and get before God and just spend some quiet time, just get still and ask yourself, ask God, what are your top five values? And this is a big deal because you don't want to just live according to somebody else's values because then you're going to be living somebody else's life. Okay. So it's super important that you identify what your values are. Okay. So for example, mine are alignment. I do not believe that I can be the person that I've been put on this earth to be without being aligned and in step with God. Do I get out of step? Of course, right? But I can repent and get back in step. I know where my help comes from. I know who my home base is. I know what my identity is rooted in, right? And I know then what excellence looks like and what it doesn't. So when I'm out of alignment, there's a lot that's off. So alignment's got to be there. Integrity is huge for me. So making sure that my words match my actions, that I'm trustworthy, that I'm faithful, right? That that people know that when I say something, my word is good, right? My my thoughts, my words, my actions, right? They add up, right? They're not, I'm not wearing nine different hats. Like I'm the same person. My integrity is good. It's strong. It's rooted, right? Huge. I believe in passion. That's another one. If there's anything worth doing, you might as well do it with passion. I do not want to just go through the motions of my life. I do not want to be bored. I do not want to be present. I don't want to waste my days. I'm not about it. So if I'm lacking passion somehow, I've got to activate something in me. That's not on anybody else. It's on something that I'm doing. It's either I'm not focusing on the right things. I'm not meditating on the right things. I'm not getting out of my comfort zone enough. I'm not activating my faith, right? If I'm not living with passion, there's something that's off as far as I'm concerned, right? Creativity is another one. I believe that flowing in the spirit of God or, or living a spirit-led life or taking divine, divinely inspired action, that's creativity. There's, there's a way that God uniquely wants to express himself through you, through your eyes, through your voice, through your art or your creativity, whatever that looks like, whether that's how you communicate, whether that's how you lead, whether that's how you are a parent, whether that's how you um, run an organization or a business, whether that's how you write, whether that's how you speak, whatever it happens to be, God wants to create through you. You are his hands and feet in the world, right? So I really value 
creativity. And then I also value connection and intimacy and transformation and all the things that come from that. So I guess just relationship, all aspects of relationship. I think that that's really important. So those are my values. And so my decisions, because I know my values, my decisions are rooted in my values. Okay. So if there is And I mean, the principles, this is also what I would say, the principles of all of these things are what I embody or what I I pursue or what I constantly learn about. So alignment, right? I learn about that through spending time with God and through experiential education or earth school with the Holy Spirit, right? Like (laughs) sometimes it's trial and error. Like, oop, was that, Mm, I don't know, right? Like you've got to try it on and really learn that over time. So I build alignment through relationship, okay? And then integrity comes from a lot of different principles, whether it's wisdom, whether it's leadership, whether it is effective communication, whether it's emotional intelligence, whether it is, what else? What else? What else? Boundaries, (laughs) right? That all is my integrity. If I'm not self-aware, for example, all of that to me, that's what I study and that's what I learn about and that's what I apply, And then when it comes to passion, I don't want to just be a passionate person that doesn't, I like, well, I I do like just being passionate in general and and doing everything with passion, even doing the laundry, like crazy things that you wouldn't even think of, right? However, I do believe that there's purpose behind that too. So passion, when I'm studying passion, it's usually rooted in purpose. So mostly I'm studying purpose there. And then when it comes to serving or being of service, that's really where transformation, relationship, connection, all of that is coming into play. Because I, to be of service, there's things that are helpful, like knowing Enneagrams, let's say, or disc profiles, or how to understand many different walks of life, recovery spaces, right? Just different people and and just exposure, right, to different areas of life. So that is an example. I integrate principles there. And then connection. I understand that not everybody connects the way I do. So there's a lot of learning there so that I can understand how to connect well with people, how to master myself, right, how to express myself well, and then how to give, how to invite and inspire people to do the same. So as an example, Because I have these values, then I can study the principles of those values or when it comes to the word, the laws of these values. I'll do word studies and the word of God on these things. Right. And then I'll I'll have an understanding. Not only will I have knowledge, but I'll have understanding that I can apply in my life and then get feedback and keep learning and keep growing. Right. So, for example, with connection, there's so much in there. There's forgiveness. Huge. (laughs) Right. There's just really learning so much about about the human experience, right? And just human potential. So huge. But my decisions then, I will ask myself, is this in, in integrity with who I am and with where I'm going? And if it's not, it's a hell no, right? Like I ain't doing it if it's not. If this isn't aligned with God, I don't want to start it or build it because unless the Lord builds a house, it's not going to stand, right? Or when it comes to passion, I've been passionate about a lot of things, right? And that's not good, bad, right, or wrong, right? It's living my life with passion, which is, right, living on purpose. But I do root that in purpose now, really intentionally, right? So I study a lot on that. If it's not 
following purpose. I don't want so much on my plate and so much on my schedule that I'm getting off the path by choice, right? I don't just say yes to things. Like I really hold and maintain boundaries and I maintain order and have a calendar and a planner and some structure and a vision so that I just don't say yes to everything. I say no a lot more than I say yes, right? So that I can stay fixed and run my race, right? And then when it comes to connection, I really just focus on my sphere of influence. Like who has God put in my life to love and to care for and to inspire and to invest in? And am I doing that, right? And then when it comes to um, creativity, that I really pay attention to how God wants me to create. And it's it's different things. Like sometimes it's been on marketing. Sometimes it's been on writing books. Sometimes it's been on building courses. Like it's different. So I just stay present and I make decisions and schedule things out that again, align with what I value. So that is what I would recommend. Hopefully that's helpful hearing somebody kind of talk through it or break it down a little bit. But my assignments, my challenge to you would be to do it now. Whatever, like when you're going throughout your day, give yourself a 30-day challenge and call it do it now. For 30 days, whenever you're tempted to make an excuse, no, I'm going to do it now. Nope, do it now. Nope, do it now. Whenever you are tempted to put it off, do it now. So for example, went to the grocery store today, right? Needed gas also. And I could say, nah, I'm just going to go home. No, do it now. Just do it now. Like save yourself having to do another trip. Do it now, right? Or I had a request come through from a board member to to get a gift since I'm local to who this person is that he wanted to give a gift to, right? I could have said no. I could have put it off and I just said, nope, do it now. Whatever you had planned, whatever, do it now, right? There's there's things that we can do now, and that ended up turning into a huge blessing, right? If I would have said no, interesting, right? So that would be the first thing. Do a 30-day do-it-now challenge and start that in January. If you want some lead time, start now. <laughs> do it now, <laughs> right? And then I would say identify what your top five values are and then assess how you are going to live your daily disciplines and decisions that are in alignment with that. Like, what are those? I have my daily five, okay? Those are my daily disciplines. Those help me show up and be 100, okay? And then my decisions are in alignment with my values. So similar for you, what are the disciplines? Maybe you need three, maybe you need more, but what are your disciplines? And then think about it and reflect and check in often Are your decisions that you're making every day in alignment with your values? Because really doing it now is about living your values. It's about internalizing what you're about and demonstrating it every day. You're cheating yourself and you're really robbing yourself by not slowing down, by not reflecting. You're robbing yourself of who you're called to be and who you're destined to be. It's cheating yourself and cutting yourself short by saying, I'll do it tomorrow, right? By constantly putting things off, by constantly making excuses, we don't get there. Another example, um, I had committed to, when I was writing one of my books and I still follow similar flows, right? But when the time is right, I believe the Lord will make it happen. And sometimes for me, that looks like this new 
inspiration to do something. But inspiration isn't enough. You need discipline, right? So what I started doing for my books was I started writing 1,500 words a day. Every day. Because a writer writes. Okay, so if God wants to communicate and create through me through writing right now, I'm going to write every day. Okay, if I missed a day because it just built with a lot of responsibilities, then I tacked on the word count to the next day. So the next day I'm writing 3,000 words. <laughs> right? And I stuck to it. And that's, that's how you get a book sometimes, right? So just an example, but... My encouragement, rather than creating all the things that you want, drawing up a beautiful vision board, writing down the main items that you want to see happen, what is far more effective and what is a really big determining factor of success is what you're doing right now, what you do each day. Your disciplines and your decisions are building the momentum for your future. So... I hope this message blessed you guys. If you are interested in literally building this inner resolve, <laughs> there is a course that I made just for you. It is a self-mastery course. I'm obsessed with self-mastery and it's following this principle really of taking radical responsibility for your life. Nobody, nobody can do that for you, All right? And that's really the start of being a good leader. So this course is called U2.0. It's a self-mastery course. You can find it over on julianapage.com. I also am working with a select number of people because I do very specific work in my coaching now. I don't work with just anybody. So I really make sure that we're a good fit and I work with the willing, right? If you're not willing to do the work, we, we ain't working, <laughs> right? But I've got a really, really amazing coaching program on my site as well. So you can find that over on julianapage.com. The God's Vibes Matter books are over there, so you can go check that out. And also, I am on YouTube as well. So if you don't follow me over there, that is a really great way to get just a ton of really uplifting, inspiring, relevant, timely helpful, practical wisdom, right? Just training, really. Good mentorship <laughs> through through a virtual experience. And they're usually pretty quick and to the point similar to this. So if you're not following me over there, you can go follow Juliana Page on YouTube. All right, guys, have very, very happy holidays. And until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>